Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome back to week three of Musical Theatre Mixtape. After taking a brief break last week to educate ourselves and those around us, we are back this week with a brand new guest for you all. Yes, we have. Brian O'Murray today. He graduated from Bird in 2017 when me and Nick were just young little first years. Baby faced. Uh, he's done UK tours, he's done international tours, uh, but we won't go into that too much because I'm sure he'll talk about it when we get him on. But I have a good feeling about this one, Nick. It's going to be a good week. It's going to be, be a, a stagey week. Good week. Yes. I can't wait. Should we get straight into it then? Let's get in there. And we, we panicked for about 10 minutes about how to say your name. <laughs> All Marie, like Paul Perry. That's what I always say at auditions. I can't remember how I said it now. <laughs> I think you said that. We'll go with Brian we'll O'Murray. Go with just that. like Popery. And they're always Brian like, O'Murray. Oh. Yeah, or Marie. Brian O'Murray. Oh, Marie. Like the name, Marie. Do you know the name? Yeah. We debated Marie. doing the whole thing in an Irish accent just for you, but <laughs> it would probably be a bit more offensive lost than funny. All of your listeners. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I don't know whether to include that in it now because that was quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> I might add that in. Editing group. Oh dear. Hi Brian. Hello, how are you? I'm grand, how are you? I'm just fantastic. Good. So chirpy. <laughs> right. For those people that don't know you, tell us a bit about yourself. Well, I'm Brian O'Marie, just like Popery. I <laughs> am 24, I'm from Ireland, living in London, performer actor, singer, dancer, mover extraordinaire, uh, magician, model. No, I'm joking. None of those things. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what I am. A musical theatre performer and also a teacher. What do you teach? Well, I sometimes teach, I mostly teach workshops for the shows that I've been in. And I sometimes teach tap and jazz at Bird College UK one side facility. Woo! <laughs> And that is, of course, where we know you from. We said that in the intro. We did. But when you were a, you were a third year, we were only small little first years. I know. Seems like so long ago now. I'm Seems old. Like, I know. <laughs> well, we're the same age, Brian. So. Oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Right. So the first question that we're going to ask you, how did you get into theatre? Well, I think my story for me is like nice because I think so, most people say like, oh, my, like I was shoved into ballet at three years old or whatever. But I kind of feel like my story kind of comes mostly from myself. Like when I went to the panto when I was younger, so every year my school used to bring us, my primary school, to the pantomime, the local one. And I used to just adore it. I always want to go see it every single year. My mom was like, God, you're really like into the panto. And I was like, yeah, like I want to be up there with them. And my family's very sporty. My mom, my dad, and my brother were all involved in sports. My mom and my brother were actually on the Irish team for basketball. And so I was like put into sports, but I always wanted to dance. And then I was put into like a, a standard, like, mix of three dance you know like dancing singing and acting for like an hour and a half class once a week yeah did that uh for a couple of years then when I was 16 started a bit more like like tap and whatever those kind of not so common (laughs) styles of dance and then yeah 17 I did NYMT which is the National Youth Music Theatre and I loved that and that was like the best experience ever and then at 18, I went to Bird. Nice. Lovely stuff. Uh, next question. Just what what was the first musical you ever saw? So obviously you said that you watched a lot of pantos when you were younger, but... Yeah, so like the first musical that I like remember probably, probably was the same as everyone else, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang at the Palladium. <laughs> <laughs> they must have got some amount of money wow. from all of our generation. Yeah. <laughs> everyone <Absolutely>. went. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if we'll ever get a guest that, that doesn't say that. I know, but actually, it's funny because now I've worked with some of the people who were in the production that I saw because I have the program <laughs> and I, I do this thing oh, that wow. um, I like. I love to just go back through old programs. I have tons. Yeah. And one day I was going through them and I was like, oh, I actually know this person now. Or, oh, like I used to go to like, dance class with them or whatever. So it's quite funny to see people that like, you now recognise when you were just like a child. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's crazy, right. isn't it? Full circle. Crazy. The first question for your mixtape: mm-hmm. What is your favourite overture? Overture. Well, I have two, and that's very naughty, but I couldn't decide because I think sure, overtures yeah. are epic. Because you know what? Like whenever I'm in, you know, like overtures are obviously the beginning of an epic show, like two and a half hours of entertainment. Great. But I always kind of feel like as well, when I'm in the gym and I need a bit of motivation that like an overture gets me going because it's like, I pretend that I'm in the show and I'm like running on the treadmill, (laughs) keeping that like pace going and I'm like putting on an overture. So the one I always run to is 42nd Street because I always imagine like everyone like backstage behind the curtain like a big strong cast of what like 42 people like getting ready to tap and I always kind of feel like that gives me the energy to run on the treadmill because I'm like well if they're just about to do a two and a half hour show I can do a 20 minute run you know so I like these uh, overtures for that but also my favorite overture is probably Mac and Mabel I love that overture I love Mac and Mabel I know. Well, I did the um, concert in the uh, yeah, you with did, um, Natasha Barnes and uh, David Bedella and people like that. And I was like in Tap Troubles Away and I was in the ensemble 
and it was just epic like and i remember the overture we had like a live orchestra and it was just so loud and epic and i was on stage for it so it was just like pounding in my ears and i was like da 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 <laughs> so if you had to pick one would that be mac and mabel or would it are you kind i of think just not picked mm, what i think i don't know because the difference was i've been in mac and mabel and i want to be in 42nd street so i'm going to say 42nd street for the sake of what i want to put out to the universe okay <laughs> we'll put that out there for you cast me cast me <laughs> straight on to question number two then what is a song that reminds you of your childhood um this is a good one because you know what like this song and this musical probably has had the biggest impact on my life like the musical that I, i'm going to say is 13 the musical by jason robert brown and the song is probably just the title song 13 and okay. it just it, it really reminds me of just like my youth because I, I probably found the album when I was about 10 or 11 because it was on, before it was on Broadway it was in like um, a youth group like NYMT what I mentioned earlier it was in a place yeah. called Goodspeed in America and they basically did a workshop of it and I found the video and like followed its journey to Broadway basically and I really related to it because it's about a boy called Evan Goldman who like grew up in the middle of nowhere as did I in Ireland and it's about like him trying to fit in and like all this stuff which is everyone goes through when they're growing up so that's kind of a song that reminds me of my childhood and also then the reason that I did NYMT was because NYMT did a production of 13 that I flew over to see in England and then as a result oh. found out about the company and auditioned so that's why it reminds me of my childhood but also it's a a huge stepping stone into my life really that was mad that you flew over to england just to see that. oh i was obsessed <laughs> like i was scarily obsessed now this is a tricky one but we want to throw it in anyway a song from your favorite musical now, obviously, there's probably going to be a lot of debate in this one between. I mean, there's loads of amazing stuff. musicals that I enjoy, but like, like literally, my I was going through my Spotify, flicking through to find the answer to this question, and I just have musical theatre album after musical theatre album, and I love all of them. Like, there's nothing I really hate, but the one that stood out for me is probably because obviously being a boy in musical theatre and having all these like aspirations and you know every boy that does musical theater wants to be in like something which is like lo lots of like a big male ensemble or whatever like that so my favorite musical is probably newsies and oh. my like favorite song from that is carrying the banner because i kind of feel like as well as newsies being such an epic dance show which is what like a lot of people that went to the likes of bird like erdang lane studios wherever those kind of colleges boys that went there would love to be in a musical like that with loads of dancing and i just feel like carrying the banner also kind of ticks the box for people that like to sing as well like i do so like it's a very character opening number with some dance breaks and i just think the whole musical itself is just epic so carrying the banner from newsies um a song from your favorite musical that you've been in Ooh, yeah this one's easy for me it's you can, why don't we quickly you can, yeah, take us through your CV? CV. What? I know you've had, you've, quite, you've had quite an extensive CV, so take <laughs> us through it. 
Oh, God. Um, <laughs> what, you want me to list the shows I've been in? <laughs> Absolutely. Go on, we want to know. The world <laughs> wants to know. Um, well, world, I have been uh, Phaedra <laughs> in Le Cajo Fall. That was my first job when I left college. I loved it. Then I went to do the Mac and Mabel in concert. Then the Producers International Tour, where I covered the role of Carmen, which I loved. Um, then I did the Hairspray UK Tour as Fender and the cover male authority figure, which was hilarious. Then I did The Wizard of Oz um, as cover Scarecrow and Dance Captain. And then I did the Cats International Tour as Swing, First Cover Run from Tugger and Skimble Shanks. Boom. Not bad. And that's, and that's it. that. So what's, <laughs> what's your, what's your favourite song from one of those shows? Um, my favourite is definitely Good Morning Baltimore from Hairspray okay. because I just think as also one of my favourite overtures is definitely the Hairspray one because it's just so magical. But um, after the overture, it's just like, obviously it starts with Tracy who was just like, you're not your generic, um, generic um, leading lady usually. So it's beautiful to see someone like that, like center stage singing a song. So it's like fantastic mm. that way. And then obviously the whole story is about like racial segregation, but that's probably the only number in the show that besides You Can't Stop the Beat, where eventually we all come together, is that everyone's just together on stage and the energy and like just the inclusion that like everyone can live in the same place and just be harmonious, like was amazing energy on stage and just the song is so fun and the choreography was great and yeah i just loved it i wasn't expecting you to say a song from hairspray not i wasn't either really oh i was my expecting God, my something favorite. from producers maybe oh and producers is epic you know the music in it is just stunning and it's so loud and brassy but i just feel like as much as that gave me joy i just feel like every time i was like about to go on for um, Good Morning Baltimore like we, everyone the whole ensemble came on with Tracy after she sang uh, pulling me out to the smiles and the streets that I love and I remember just standing in the wing every time every night being like I'm in hairspray like what do you know what I mean <laughs> and I remember just thinking yeah. like especially because it's such a story that relates to so many people on so many different levels like so many different story lines going through it and like everyone knows the music and the audience just always loved it. You knew you'd come out to a packed house and just love being sent from the audience to you, which isn't usually the case sometimes, you know. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So a song from the last musical that you were in is question five. Okay. Um, My favorite song from Cats is probably... It's actually definitely Gus, the theatre cat. And it's the second song in Act Two. And it's just one of those songs that really just pulls at your heartstrings. Like if you listen to the lyrics, which I did a lot, <laughs> a lot of the days, um, it's just, it's absolutely beautiful. Like, because it's about a cat, like the story of Gus, the theatre cat. So it's basically, he's been in so many different shows and he has so he's met so many people and worked with so many people and learned so many lines and he knows so many monologues off by heart and he's just really endearing and I think it's something that like I really would hope that in the future that I could be able to be like Gus and be able to like tell a story like he does you know about different shows he's been in and inspire the next generation because I always found Gus the theatre cat like when I was on stage pretending to be a cat I was genuinely inspired by him like wow, his story was amazing, you know? And also, I just feel like he was robbed of the Jellicle choice. As much as Grizabella deserves it, he deserved to have a new life. He was so sweet. It was like, it's so sad because at the end of the show, when Grizabella gets chosen, <laughs> I was always like, plot twist, imagine if we just shoved Gus up into the thing. <laughs> Knocked Grizabella off. And it's like, Gus goes to the side lair. Yeah, unless you like, see ya. Um, so if you could, Ryan would rewrite Cats. Yeah, I just think like, Gus deserves cats a second too. chance because he's fantastic. And Grizabella, like as much as like, she has made a mistake and she deserves redemption. I just feel like Gus as well. Like maybe you, there's room for both of those in the heavy side lair. Give him a chance. <laughs> I mean, there's always next year, right? I know, that's what I thought, but he'd probably be dead by then. He's so old. Yeah, he makes it that far. <laughs> Poor Gus. <laughs> Poor Gus. Exactly. Question number six. A song from a musical that you want to be in? This one was hard to pick because there's quite a few musicals I'd like to be in. But like shows that are on now, um, there's only maybe like two or three. that I, Well, not now. Corona. But shows that are currently in the West End, like about to open again soon, is probably the main one I would like to be in is probably Mary Poppins. 
And yeah. the song is probably Step in Time because one, well, to be honest, what I would like to be in Mary Poppins would be ensemble and cover Bert, whatever kind of a first, second, third, pull the curtain, I don't mind. But like <laughs> Step in Time, I think is epic because it's a, it's an ensemble number mostly, but also Bert gets to one, sing it, and two, tap on the roof. Who doesn't want to tap on the roof? Yeah, who, oh, no. who so, doesn't? I think it's just an epic song for a musical that I would want to be in because it's a great ensemble and it also has a great leading man. So that's what I would love to do. Have you seen it yet? I've seen it, yeah. The new version, yeah. Yeah, because I've never seen Mary Poppins before until oh. it was in town. I saw it last no. time it was on tour. Yeah, I think I must have missed it. Like, I think it was on, because I remember there was a girl in the year, two years above me was cover Mary, Christine Tucker. I remember everyone saying like, oh, it's coming. And it, because it was such a big set, like a lot of those touring shows can't come near London because like the biggest theatre in probably near London is probably like Wimbledon or Woking. And I don't think it went there yeah. because it needed yeah. a bigger, like the Bristol Hippodrome and like those, like the Birmingham Hippodrome, those kind of places, because it was such a big set, I think that they couldn't go. I know they went to Southampton, but... I never went. So I don't know why, but that's my first time seeing it in town. I just loved it. Yeah, it was amazing. It was actually I the last it. show I saw before lockdown. I saw it on the Sunday and really? it shot on the Monday. That was brilliant. Oh. I just loved it. Yeah. I just love my favourite one. is another one that I close my eyes to and listen to from that musical. Is um, Anything Can Happen. I just love it. Oh, yeah. It's the ensemble yeah. bit at the end. Where they're all like going around the family, and it's just so sweet. <laughs> but you're picking Step in Time. I'm picking Step in Time. Another one, Step in Time. A song from a musical that you would scrap? No. <clears throat> There's very few musicals that I dislike. Or. I'd say that scrap is a harsh word. Yeah, like, I'd scrap probably say like, your least your least favorite musical. My least likely to go see would probably yeah, like would probably be Hamilton. To be honest, well, I just okay. don't get it. I just don't get it. Like, <laughs> I absolutely appreciate the story, like that they're trying to tell. Like, fabulous. Like, it's great to tell history in a new form. It's like six, you know. Like, that's a that was be one that I love telling history again but I just feel like I went to see it and I did go I was standing so that obviously was like a bit of um like bad for my experience but I enjoyed that standing though because I was able to dance like I do love some of the music (laughs) but I just felt as a story I was a bit like I just didn't really understand what was happening to be honest (laughs) so I would gladly Mm. scrap it I would never like Go out of my way to just turn on the album and listen to it. Besides the Skylar yeah. Sisters, because they're sassy. But other than that, <laughs> I don't know if I'd listen to any of the songs from it. Slash really could tell you any of them off the top of my head, you know? So I would probably... Yeah, I mean, some of, them, some of them, it's quite hard to listen to. Like, you can't just be, oh, I want to listen to this song from Hamilton. Yeah, yeah you kind of you have, have to listen to, listen to all of it. To, yeah. Yeah, because it, it, obviously it's story-based, but like... Because obviously every song is like a different part of the story. Of, but like that's the same as every yeah. musical. And some I think something like Six does that really well because we get to hear the story of every queen and all all their... But all the songs are catchy as well. So you can almost 
sing the song without like realizing you're saying a story. Whereas I feel with Hamilton, like every song is written to fit in the amount of words in that story. Doesn't flow yeah, for me. Yeah, very true. I mean, so if you had to, if you had to pick a song from Hamilton, what what would you? You said you couldn't really name many of them. Yeah, if you not. had to pick one, what to be to scrap? Yeah, the one that the one that has all the rapping. I don't know <laughs> the rappiest one. What? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, it wouldn't be. Right. It wouldn't be the Skyler Sisters or Burn because I like those. So that number takes eight. us on to question number eight, which is a song from your guilty pleasure musical. <sighs> now this one, I it's not a better not say Grease too. You better well, not say Grease too. It is, I stand with Grease too, because, oh. and Ginny, if Ginny's listening now, she'll appreciate this. No, it's it's a fantastic musical. I don't understand how people could say it's bad. It is very fun. And also, um, like, I think I'm, me and Ginny are probably the only people that I've ever met, and my friend Ellie Shaw, who enjoy it. And when I was in Le Cage, the guy who was the, not John Partridge, Adrian Smed, who was the husband was in Grease 2. He's the Kanicki character. He's the guy that sings um, uh, uh, Let's bowl, let's bowl, let's rock and roll. You know, the one where he's on his knees and he's living his life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's him. That's him. And I remember just being like, oh, wow. when I was working with him, I was like starstruck. I was like, you were in Grease 2. And he was like, wow, you like that? Nobody likes that. I was like, I do. I was like, I love it. <laughs> And before the show, like, bless him, he had he had really bad knees and he used to be, like, sitting down in the wing, like, before the show started, like, pure in pain. I feel so sorry for him. And I used to always go over and sing Grease 2 songs with him. We used to live our life. Did he <laughs> yeah, like so that? I, yeah, he did. He loved it. He stands with Grease 2 and I stand with Grease 2. But that's not wow. what I picked. My favourite Guilty Pleasure musical is Elf. I love it. And my okay. favourite song yeah. from it, it's Christmas Town, which is the opening <laughs> number, because I think it's so epic. And that's that's also a role I would love to play, Buddy. I'd love to play Buddy Bio. But my It's um, a fun show. Yeah, and my housemate was in it when we first graduated. It came on like a, a short tour and it, it played the Lowry in Manchester and it did a a movie. Like uh you can watch yeah. it online. I saw so it. She's in I saw that, it on telly. So, yeah, so she was in my year, Trace O'Sullivan. She was in Elf, and I remember just being so jealous. I love it. It's brilliant. <laughs> now, that would, be, that would be a fun show to be in, I reckon. Very fun. Okay, so we have the final question of the mixtape. Mm -hmm. What is your favourite mega mix? The most important question. <laughs> this one's easy. So me and Thea Bunting, my friend, uh, used to go into town often into London and go and watch this musical. If we needed, if we were having a rough week at college or whatever, we used to be like, let's go watch it and let's have an absolute laugh. We'd have a gin and tonic before we'd go in and we'd be living our best <laughs> life. And every time this mega mix came on, we would be the first up and just I think like, I know what it's living our be. best. It is. Mamma Mia. Oh, yeah, I'd, already written it. I'd already written it down. I'd already written it's it down so before good. you said it. How fantastic is it? It's like, it's absolute banger after banger. It's just the best, best musical ever. I literally I can watch actually, Mamma Mia every day. 
I can actually picture you two in the aisles doing the exact choreography that they are doing on stage. So good. Oh, what, we know I don't. I don't even doubt that you would know the choreo. Hundred percent. Like when you, they come to West, were you Live, in retro? No, because Did I you do retro. In, no, I was oh. in the cash then. I went to see it though. Because I was going to say. I know they did Mamma Mia. I was I would have been so happy. <laughs> Thank you for the music. Oh, I love it. Honestly, so actually I did the show in Iceland. In uh, I forgot to mention that earlier. I was, um, oh. the, I was the assistant. Uh, I basically, Lee Proud is an amazing choreographer. Uh, he did the Rent tour and I did Spring Awakening with him. He did Mac and Mabel actually the last tour. But when I did Spring Awakening with him at the Curve, I was his assistant. He was like, do you want to come to Iceland next week? I was like, what? Okay. So I went to Iceland, right? Um, turned 21 over there. It was epic. But basically, he was uh, putting up the new cast of Mamma Mia over there for the Reykjavik production. So I was in Reykjavik while he was putting up a new cast of Mamma Mia. So I was surrounded by Mamma Mia all day and all night. And then we were prepping choreography for the rent tour in, in the daytime. It was the most surreal experience of my Crazy. life. And I was only going into third year. It was epic. It was iconic. So you're ending with the Mamma Mia Mega Mix. Yeah. Okay. Well, that is the end of that. I'm going to read you back the playlist that you've come up with. <laughs> okay. Just in case you've forgotten. <laughs> we're going to start with the 42nd Street Overture. Then into 13 from 13. Indeed. Carrying the Banner from Newsies. Mm-hmm. Good Morning Baltimore from Hairspray. Gus the Theatre Cat from Cats. Step in Time from Mary Poppins. Hamilton from Hamilton, if that's the name <laughs> of the song, I don't know. Um, Christmas Town from Elf. And then Mamma Mia Mega Mix. How do you feel about that? That is, I may, I'm going to make that a playlist for myself right now. That is amazing. It does sound like a great playlist. Your, your next gym workout playlist sorted right there. That's like so varied. Everyone would love that. <laughs> that is a very varied <laughs> one, to be fair. Well, thank you, Brian, for coming on. Thanks it's for joining thanks us. Thanks for having me. I love the idea. I love the whole concept of the podcast. I hope you get loads more viewers. So do we. That would be great. <laughs> And thanks to everybody who's listened to this episode. Remember to go follow us on Instagram at MT Mixtape. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review so it lets more people find it on the app. Also on Spotify. Anything else to say, Nick? No, thanks for listening. Actually, by the time this goes out, Nick will have set up a Twitter page. I will have, yes. So go follow us on Twitter. I don't know what it will be yet, but we'll, we'll, we'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks to everyone for listening. See you in the next one. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.